the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, welcome back as we head into Hour 2 of our daily three-hour tour. It is a delight to welcome back to the show Blake Masters. I was introducing him at a um, at an event a couple weeks ago, and I said, you know, some candidates are about the heart, some are about the head. Blake Masters already uniting things in this country because he's both heart and soul, heart and brain. Blake Masters, welcome back. How are you, sir? Doing great, hanging in there. We're surviving and thriving. Thank you're, you, Seth. You're, you bet. You really are. You're doing a great job. I should say Blake Masters, candidate for U.S. Senate, just so people connect all the dots here. BlakeMasters.com is his website. You actually had a Twitter uh, a tweet this morning. I think it was this morning. It made, the only tweet all day that made me laugh, having to do with why our economy is doing so well, based on an AP report. But let's catch up on a few things, uh, Blake. Uh, you've been out uh, going all around the state. I always ask candidates, I'm always interested, what are you hearing from audiences the most? What seems to be the top concern or what is the top concern in the uh, audiences you're speaking with? You know, it's really hard to pick because there's so many yeah. things that are on fire right now yeah. because of Joe Biden, because of his number one foot soldier in the U.S. Senate, Mark Kelly. Yeah. Um, but I think the twin crises that everybody is just talking about, of course, are the border crisis and the flood of unchecked illegal immigration destroying our state. It's really harming our country. Uh, but then also the just the economic torpedo that the Democrats have, have sent. Um, this inflation is out of control. People are struggling to make ends meet. Of course, they just passed the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which normal people, anyone with common sense knows, is going to make inflation worse, not better. So it's the economic devastation and the the failure of law and order um, with this border crisis. That's what people tell me about. Uh, that's why we need to get rid of Mark Kelly for sure. Yeah, let me let me talk to you about those issues in in a moment. But let's talk about what you said, water carrier Joe Biden's chief water carrier, um, Mark Kelly, in the Senate. It's an odd thing because he is he has worked under the radar, affecting all these things on behalf of the Biden administration, and yet is perceived as some kind of moderate. I guess because he's what just quiet and under the radar. He's with Biden all the time on these things, isn't he? One hundred percent, or to be specific, more like ninety-seven percent, or okay. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So um, we don't get in trouble, okay? Thing, <laughs> yeah. Right. Where where Biden needs Mark Kelly, Mark Kelly is. It's just that simple. And you know they're doing this this shtick where yeah he pretends to be moderate, he pretends to be independent. You've probably seen his very expensive TV commercials, yeah. radio commercials. He's everywhere, right? He's got the full backing of the whole Democratic machine. And so they're just hoping people uh, buy it. They're just hoping that they can spend enough money to buy an election by pretending that this guy's independent. Actually, he's got a voting record that looks like Bernie Sanders. Yeah. You know, this is really crazy. And I think people of Arizona, certainly Republicans, but so many independents and even some Democrats, that people are waking up. This guy is not who he says he is. Let's talk about the uh, the merits of some of these issues. Really, demerits, aren't they, Blake? Uh, let's because I think if if you're if you're hearing about the economy and you're hearing about immigration, you're hearing about crime. Your audiences are my audiences. That's what I'm hearing about too. Uh, let's talk about the immigration issue. 
where where is Mark Kelly on solidifying our border? Where is he on stopping the drug crisis that has obviously been with us for a while, but tremendously accelerated and exacerbated by our lax border problem? Where is he and where are you? Well, Mark Kelly's nowhere to be found. You know, he voted in lockstep to support Joe Biden's open border policies. He's been doing that for almost two years now. And so I, I remind people, yeah, maybe Mark Kelly's in your living room on your television pretending all of a sudden to be concerned about border security. But you know what? He actually doesn't care because he could have put a stop to all this. Remember, deadlocked. 50-50. That's right. Mark Kelly has enormous power yep. as one vote from a border state. Yep. He could have put the whole Biden agenda on hold. He could have demanded, Mr. President, you're not getting a single thing from me. Not a single piece of funding, not a single appointee. I won't vote for your agenda unless and until we get some border security. Because my people here in Arizona were suffering. Mark Kelly could have done that. He could have stopped this border crisis. And instead, he didn't. He stood idly by. So he's just as complicit as anyone. He's just as complicit as Joe Biden in handing our southwest border over to the drug cartels. Literally, all of this death and pain and destruction, Mark Kelly is as complicit as anyone in making it happen. Yeah, let's think this through for a moment, because, yeah, U.S. Senator representing Arizona obviously has Arizona's uh, Arizonans uh, at heart and at mind and at the center of their concerns. But you're passing laws for a country uh, and, the, and and really the world when it comes to foreign and defense policy, too. But what's happening at our border is not staying in Arizona. We are becoming the chief hub of a, 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 a of drug distribution in this country, leading to untold numbers of deaths, over 100,000 drug overdose deaths, poisonings, I call them, uh, last year. We have never seen numbers like this. This is a result of our border policy. Our border policy is a lot of problems, criminal, you name it, international sovereign issues. It's also a health care pro- problem. That's right. And I've met people whose children have died yep. because of fentanyl overdose. Yep. And many of them tell me, like, isn't this Joe Biden's fault? Isn't this Mark Kelly's fault? And, it, you know, they have tears in their eyes when they say it. And it's like, there's no honest answer except yes, mm-hmm. it is. Because so many of these people would not have died. These are American teenagers we're talking about. That's right. So many more people would be alive if Mark Kelly and Joe Biden had decided to do anything, anything at all, to secure our border. And instead, it's just this lawless zone. You've got 300,000 illegal aliens coming here every single month. Most of them, of course, you know this, Seth, they're being trafficked. Yep. They're being sold to slavery by these international drug cartel organizations, these racketeering organizations. And the fentanyl, it's coming, yeah, through the the border with Mexico, but it's it's coming from China, right? China ships all the predicate chemicals for fentanyl into Mexico. They compound them up into the pills, and then it comes north. And so it's China, it's Mexico, these these drug cartels are killing our kids. And Mark Kelly and Joe Biden are nowhere to be found. Blake, you're an expert in a lot of things. You really are. I'm not just saying that. I, I, I know your work. I know your opera, so to speak. Uh, China is something you know an awful lot about. You want to say a word about China, too, and, and what we're up against, and that I don't think this country has awakened itself quite enough as to what we're up against when it comes to China. Oh, that, I mean, you're, you're totally right, although I credit President Trump with awakening a lot of us. Fair right? enough. <laughs> um, it was a bipartisan failure for decades. We were way too soft on China. You know, I think it was a problem during George H.W. Bush. Um, Maybe that was just negligent. Well, Bill Clinton and then George W. Bush pursued the same mindless so-called free trade policies with China, right? Maybe China will uh, liberalize as we help them industrialize. That was the conceit. Nope, turns out that was pretty negligent, maybe criminally negligent. And then Biden and Obama, they didn't 
change anything. You had the evidence that it wasn't working, right? These policymakers shipped our middle class over to China. And it, it, why? China's a communist totalitarian dictatorship. China's a ruthless authoritarian country. And now they're our number one geopolitical rival. And we helped them. And that's why it was so powerful. Where in, in 2016, you know, President Trump came along and he called out Republicans and Democrats and said, were you guys stupid? Why would you possibly do this? What are you doing? And he reset with these great America first economic policies. And under those policies, we finally started to check China and we finally started to rebuild our American middle class. And Biden, of course, has thrown it all away. Yes, this middle class issue is a real problem. And Blake, I think it's opening up a lot of minds to the Republican Party, how we have how we have drained out, washed out, soaked out the middle class. I, I don't think I, I think it's about a six hundred billion dollar transfer of wealth in this country. I don't think this college loan bi- bi- uh, deal that uh, uh, deal that Joe Biden signed off on last week. I don't think it's going to help one iota. I think it's going to make things worse. You and I are people that kind of even respect higher education or used to say a word about what Joe Biden did last week. Yeah, I think he's just transparently trying to buy votes. The Democrats know that they've failed. Biden's agenda has failed. Mark Kelly knows that he has nothing to run on. Um, and they're just trying to buy votes from their favorite constituency, which is college degree holders. And they're happy to tax the working class. They're happy to really put a strain on the middle class to, to tax them to give college degree holders a bailout. And I think that's just that, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul. That's not the American way. I think Joe Biden and Mark Kelly, they're just continuing the Venezuelification, if you will, of the United States. It doesn't make any sense. And look, college is too expensive. Okay, I agree with that. But maybe we should fire the administrators and mandate tuition caps and get the government out of subsidizing all of these crazy student loans. Like, There's a lot of ways to solve the, the high cost and low return of college, but just taxing working class people to pay off the degrees of people who went to college. Don't think so. Like that, not that's never going to happen in any Republican administration that I have any say in. Blake, uh, I have you just a couple minutes left, and I'll and I'll let you go. I know how busy you are. I appreciate you taking some time today, and we'll make this more regular. But do you think that there should be a look at what some of these colleges are doing, or frankly, not doing when it comes to their endowments? Because it seems like a hugely untapped resource that would hold the colleges responsible, actually, for what they're putting out there i think so absolutely you know i don't want to raise anybody's taxes but i'll make one exception Seth, and that exception is we should probably tax these colleges tax their endowments if they're going to be doing the crap that they're doing you know if if these colleges are so great if they're churning out all this valuable knowledge and these degrees well then why can so many people with college degrees not find jobs that's right you can go make more money out of high school as a welder or a plumber or an electrician you know, if you go to Brown or something and take out $150,000 in debt to get a worthless degree in gender studies or something, you're unemployable. But it's the federal government that's propped that up. It's these schools that have made it so expensive. They hire, you know, not so many professors these days, but they're hiring diversity czars and administrators. So I say if Brown or if Harvard, if they're graduating kids that can't pay their debt off, we're going to send that bill to the colleges. We're going to take that uh, and repay it from the endowments. Good but you're not going to tax the taxpayer. Good for you, man. I love that. You're singing my song. As I said, I know you're rushing around. I just wanted to get you in today, and we'll make this more regular. So Godspeed to you. Let me give out uh, one more time your website to people who want to help you out, BlakeMasters.com, BlakeMasters.com. Really great Twitter feed as well, folks, at BG 
Masters, at BG Masters. And look at what he said about why our economy is doing so well. A little tongue-in-cheek. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Blake, Godspeed to you, sir. We'll talk again soon. Talk soon, Seth. Thank you. You betcha. I'm Seth Leibson, 602-508-0960. We will be right back. My friend Steve thinks that's the most conservative pop song. It may be, Forever Young. Many of you know the uh, Rod Stewart version, but it was originally a Bob Zimmerman. It was originally a Bob Dylan who was originally Robert Zimmerman. <laughs> that's how to say it, I suppose. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. Your dollar is buying less and less today than it did a month ago, and paper money continues to be worth less and less. I, I'm aware of this every time I go shopping, and gosh knows you are too. But the good news is gold and other precious metals traditionally hold their value when economies fail and fall like ours is now. So if you're interested in protecting your investment, your savings, your future with physical gold or other precious metals, check out my friends at the Midas Gold Group, the veteran-owned Midas Gold Group. I own precious metals from them. Seb Gorka does. They're the only ones we own precious, the only one group we own precious metals from. Thousands of you do already. If you want to add to that number, 480-360-3000. Midas Gold Group at 480-360-3000. Or check them out at the Midas goldgroup.com. That's MidasGoldGroup.com. I said the MidasGoldGroup.com. It's not. I'm sorry. Shouldn't have put the article there. MidasGoldGroup.com. Speaking of, I don't know exactly what to make of this story. Many of you in the audience will probably know better, but it does strike me as odd. Starbucks, Starbucks, starting on October 1st, will no longer be accepting cash. That's what they've announced. They will no longer accept cash, only cards and reward payment cards, credit cards and reward payment cards. Now, someone who tweeted about this said, when currency becomes completely digital like this, individuals will wave goodbye to any notion of privacy and meaningful freedom. I think that's right, but something tells me it's only the beginning of a bigger problem I'm going to delve into in a little bit. But you want to hear about a problem um, Starbucks is a Seattle-based company. Um, this is something California is doing, but I believe once California accomplishes it, you will see this in other states like uh, the state of Washington, places like Seattle. This is, the, this, this is phenomenally interesting to me. Just as I got done talking to you about how much socialism has come into the United States of America without us really even noticing it. Get a load of this. California Senate, I'm reading from the Wall Street Journal, California State Senate passed a bill Monday to create a government panel that would set wages for an estimated half million fast food workers in the state. A first in the U.S. approach to workplace regulation that labor union backers hope will spread nationally. Want to draw straws as to what state will follow suit? It's going to be Washington or Oregon, I'm sure. Theoretically, it'll also be New York. But I want you to get these numbers. This is really quite incredible. The bill, known as the FAST Act, would establish a panel 
with members appointed by the governor, of course. It will also compose union representatives, of course. That would set our hourly wages for fast food workers. It would set hourly wages up to $22 an hour. $22 an hour. Think about that. Are you going to see more and more people get these jobs and earn $22 an hour? Or are you going to see fewer and fewer people being employed by these companies because they can't afford to pay $22 an hour? And whence comes, where came the notion that a governor-appointed panel sets the wages of private corporations, you know, whether you're McDonald's, uh, whether you're Chipotle, you name it, whether you're Starbucks. Where came the notion that the wages to be paid will no longer be the company's decision, but a panel of union representatives and members of the community or members of the state appointed by the governor? This happens with one industry in California. I already can see the lawsuits saying, well, why won't it apply to other industries? I can see those lawsuits coming in efforts to strike it down. I can see those lawsuits in efforts to expand it to other areas of the economy. And if, as the paper says, if, as the paper says, um, union backers are hoping this will spread nationally – Think about other states. Think about electing your state legislators who pass these kinds of things. That's really what I want to communicate here. This was passed by the California Senate. It'll be signed by the governor. There is a choice people have, though, in election years. And we think about the big campaigns. We think about the big elections, House of Representatives, U.S. House of Representatives, U.S. Senate. Think about what can be done to your state, though, by dint of your state legislator, your state senator, your state member of the House of Representatives. Don't neglect those races either. Don't think it doesn't matter. It matters. When people say we don't want Arizona to become California, more than anything, that has to do with your state legislature and your governor or your state and city elected officials and your governor has more to do with that than it does your federal office holders at the United States House of Representatives and the United States Senate. So don't get your ballots, which are coming in the mail in October, and don't go to your election center in November and say, and I didn't look into these state Senate and state House races. I'm not sure who these people are. I don't know these names. I'm not going to vote there. Don't say that. Please don't say that. Do your homework and do it now. And look at your state legislative campaigns because they're critically important in keeping Arizona, especially here from becoming California. I'm Seth Liebson, 602-508-0960. Be right back.
Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, portions of which are brought to you by Balance of Nature. Good people at Balance of Nature who make a great product. They are good people. They dedicate themselves not only to us having these kinds of conversations and making this possible, but also uh, actually one of their pet projects, which is teaching young children American history. And they've done some nice and wonderful work on that. But it's their product I like the best. Best product I've ever taken is their fruits and veggies. I take them every single day. They have boosted my immunity, my health, and my energy. I've been taking it for about three years, haven't gotten sick since. And I used to get sick several times a year whenever the weather and seasons kind of changed. Balance of Nature is 100% pure, potent plant power. Nothing artificial, nothing added, just fruits and vegetables. That's it, 100% natural. You can access Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies by going to balanceofnature.com. That's balanceofnature.com. Make sure to use discount code BALANCE. Speaking of um, socialism and our economy, I want to go back to something that was kind of a head-scratcher with regard to Joe Biden's efforts to forgive student loans. Um, The thing that was kind of bothering me was the day he did it, there was a chorus of Democratic Party elected officials, you know, elected members of the House and Senate, governors, um, and commentariat that were celebrating it, touting it saying what a great move or great first step if you were Elizabeth Warren who wanted more than 10,000. Great first step. And then a funny thing happened on the way to the rest of the forum here. And that funny thing is you now see Democrats saying they don't think it's a very good idea. It took about two days, but you're seeing it from some candidates here and there. Scott Johnson's pointing out how uh, the Democratic uh, uh, senatorial candidate Tim Ryan is now criticizing it. You're seeing it elsewhere. Paul Begala, you you all know who Paul Begala is, right? I don't know if he's the most – he's probably the most famous or at least one of the top three or four most famous Democratic Party political consultants. Uh, Maybe you've seen the clip going around from his appearance on CNN Yesterday, But he said this, and I'm quoting, it's bad policy as well as bad politics. For that amount of money, you could fund free pre-K for every three and four-year-old for 10 years. You do a lot more good for poor people, communities of color, and the underprivileged by doing pre-K. You could forgive all medical debt which, unlike student debt, is not freely entered to. I'm a progressive. I want to help folks. But I think this is terrible policy, Paul Begala said. So you have that. What did Scott write, um, what did Scott write over at uh, Powerline? According to Joe Biden, it won't cost you a dime. He said, to say the least, the plan is of dubious Legality, And that is truly, to say the least. You will recall last week I was playing audio, Nancy Pelosi from only a year ago saying the president doesn't have the authority to do this. Scott Johnson also writes, it's a it's cynical beyond belief. It's also incredibly unfair to citizens who have foregone college or paid their debts, making honest citizens feel like chumps 
should be beyond bounds. That, he said, was my original take. I'd also like to see a fair poll on the politics of this scheme. For when Democratic senatorial candidates like Tim Ryan decline to sign on, or Paul Begala for that matter, we have to infer it must be a loser on this score as well. Well, I'm thinking it is. I'm thinking it is a loser. Remember, the majority of Americans don't have college degrees. It's not a small minority that does. It's a large majority that doesn't. And you have to think about, yes, as Scott puts it, the constitutionality or the legality of doing this. Go up to your average college graduate, whether he can pay off his loans or not, whether she has loans or not, and ask them, make sure they're a poli-sci major so they actually have a little bit of basis for their answer. Ask them, what constitutional authority does the President of the United States have to make me pay off a debt you incurred? Because the answer is if he has that constitutional authority, what constitutional authority does he not have to do anything he darned well pleases? Which then raises the question, what's the point of a constitution? I'm Seth Liebson, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. If you're looking for a really remarkable investment opportunity with a great return for investors, check out my friends at Y-Refi. Y-Refi is a due diligence approved firm run by really great people who are doing very well by doing good for others. What is it they are offering up? A fixed, no-load interest rate up to 10.25% return for investors, all in a secure and collateralized portfolio. You can be a part of that. Check them out at investyrefi.com. The word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, investyrefi.com. Or give them a call at 855-316-3087, 855-316-3087. Peter's in Phoenix. Hello, Peter. Yes, hi, Seth. How are you? Terrific, terrific. Um. This this uh, forgiveness of student debt, it was funny. I was talking to somebody today uh, on an airplane. I said, oh, are they going to forgive your debt? And she said, yeah, I'll get $10,000 off. And I thought, you know, I, I went to school. I paid my debt. I paid every penny back. A lot of my brothers did not go to school because they didn't want to incur debt. And everything that these uh, politicians are doing, I don't even think he has the power to do it. But I don't either. Do, I, don't, I don't know why he has the power to do it or how. If he has the power to do this, I don't know what power he doesn't have. Exactly. And then look at, look at, look at this, too, Seth. Everything that they do is designed to destabilize society. You know, this, this forgiveness of debt, what does it do? Well, first of all, it's, it redistributes wealth. It creates tension between people. It it creates more inflation. It's like there's a holy grail. There's five different, six different things that everything they do contribute to the destruction of our society and reinforces a kind of socialistic outlook on government. And it's it's and we're paying for it, which is the most ironic thing of all of it. We are paying for our own 
destruction. Peter, you did a wonderful job of encapsulating the problems with it, and I want you to work with me on a part of the um, uh, concern here. Linguistically, we say it redistributes wealth, and we talk about wealth redistribution often uh, here or when we're talking about socialist policies. But I, I think we need a different term in a sense. It's not necessarily just redistributing wealth. It's redistributing income across the board, isn't it? Isn't it income or earnings? Maybe we should say it's earnings redistribution because a lot of your friends, I'm guessing, certainly a lot of mine, aren't considered or aren't wealthy and wouldn't consider themselves wealthy and by any definition simply aren't wealthy. It's not just the wealthy that are having their money taken from them. It's every American is having their money taken from them, whether they made the decision to go to college or not. Right. Whether they made you used a great phrase, whether they made the decision to incur debt or not. So you could have made the decision not to incur that debt and you're still getting hit to pay for the person who did. Right. It's not necessarily just a redistribution of wealth. It's a redistribution, isn't it? Yes, it is. And it's it's actually it's actually taking money from people who are just. Barely getting a lot of people are just barely getting by anyway because prices have doubled. You bet. So it's taking money from the people who make this country work. They get up, they put their boots on every day, they go to work, they hit the grindstone, they go to the grocery store, they go to the the supermarket, they go to the 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 gas stations. They're they're paying their bills. They're making the world go. And these other people who are they're looking for jobs and gender studies. Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. I yeah. They're unemployable. Right. Or tree climbing. It's a course Exactly. There's a course at Princeton in tree climbing. Yeah. And what we're not rewarding are the guys that are going to work and the women that are going to work. No, every we're punishing day. We're not rewarding them. those people. Yes, no, we're punishing exactly. them. We're shutting down their businesses or their places of employment uh, over whims and paranoia. No, right, Peter. There there is a real economic war going on in this country. There really absolutely. is. And, it is. You're and, absolutely and, right. And, 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 meanwhile, Democrats walk around saying, well, our country is so divided. Huh. Imagine that. I wonder why. Who's dividing us? They're pitting well, I, American you know, against American to, with a plan like this. Exactly. And, you know, I said that to somebody today. I said, I said I'm not the one teaching gender studies to six-year-olds, okay? I'm not, we're not doing that. People who are doing that are destroying the family unit. Imagine you're, you're a father or you're a mother, and your daughter comes home from school, and she's 12, and she says to you, you know, I think I'm a boy. Yep. What does that do to the family unit? Yeah. Think about that. Think about well, that. Well, there's an onslaught on several fronts. There's an onslaught God, against common sense. There's an onslaught against human nature. There's an onslaught against economic fairness and playing by the rules there's an onslaught on issues of race there's an i mean it's it's really an incredible thing i like to think about and i think in my monologue was talking about a lot of our political problems which can be cured at the ballot box but even more important than the political problems which you can solve at the ballot box are some of these cultural problems that, Absolutely, yeah, and I tell yeah. you, Jen, they're going to cheat. There's no way they could. No, no working woman I know with a family is going around going, "I want to pay four dollars for a gallon of milk," 
or I want to pay 450 for a gallon of gas, or I can't wait for another 300,000 uh, uh, immigrants to come across the border, or I can't wait to go to the grocery store and spend, you know, uh, 38% more for eggs, and somebody is voting for that. No one. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, progressive. No one's voting for that. Are, you a, are you a political consultant, Peter? You ought to be. You ought to be writing speeches for our candidates. You've got it down, man. <laughs> You've got it down into understandable and concise language. Yeah, you, you're good. This is good. Well, He's... I like I, I like these these twenty five cent words. I'm not much. You know, people who are paying the bills in this country are not people who are walking around speaking in twenty dollar words. <laughs> they don't have a twenty two thousand dollar. You know. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Most college grads I've met can't do one dollar words. Have you, <laughs> they really can't. They're having yeah, with inflation <laughs> with inflation your twenty five cent words are dollar words, Peter. But that most college grads I know don't know don't know English very well either. I don't I don't well, no I don't think it's sense. a class thing with the language, honestly. I don't. And it, it's not it's not common sense, you know. It's like you get up, you go to work, it's not hard. This country, you can be anything that you want to be. You got to do the work, though. And what what this government and what these teachers are not teaching, they're not teaching the the benefit of the feeling that you get from a job well done, from coming up. No, they have destroyed the obstacle. ethic of work in this country, Peter. They That's have destroyed right. it. Absolutely. They have destroyed it. Do you realize that in 1952, percent two percent maximum of the uh adult, of the uh, working age males that is to say males roughly ages 23 to 54 2% were not seeking work today it's 12% and growing about 10 million males sitting at home not seeking work at all we have destroyed the work ethic in this country and we're making it worse every day every day it is not good for men not to work Idle hands are the devil's workshop, Chaucer taught us. He's right. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Michael's in Phoenix. Hello, Michael. Hey, Seth. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, sir? I'm very well. But you you mentioned something a little bit ago with your with your previous caller, Peter, um, about you know the the majors that are in the the universities like tree climbing and gender studies if i if i apply for a car loan i have to show that i can pay that loan back or if i apply for a home loan i have to show that i'm paying it back and why not at least when you go and apply for your loan you have to tell the loan officer yes i'm going to major in gender studies i mean i think they would stamp it denied immediately you know, it's a funny thing, Michael. I was uh, I was listening to Adam Carolla um, the other day, and he was talking about this problem with I forget who, but it doesn't matter. He was saying, you know, we used to say that these people majoring in gender studies, they'll never find a job. The truth is they did find jobs. There were jobs in these things. There are these DIE jobs at colleges, universities, and corporations, and they pay an awful lot of money. These diversity officers are making high six-figure salaries at colleges, universities, and in, in, in corporate America, but there aren't enough of them. 
there aren't enough of them. That's the problem. So it's a temptation almost, I suppose, like every – in a sense, every um, every child athlete thinking he can become a professional baseball player or a professional football player or a professional basketball player. Those that do, you, you do very well. But you probably want to be good at something else too. Henry David Thoreau says it's not good enough to be good. You have to be good at something. You have to be good at something. And, you know, if you're at a position in life where Elizabeth Warren describes you as saddled with so much college debt, you can't even begin to find a job. You can't even begin to form a family. You can't even begin to even buy a car for the transportation to the job. Those are the things. Transportation family, formation, getting on with your life. If $10,000 is keeping you from that, $10,000 you're paying off, $10,000 that is becoming less every year, we've got bigger problems. We've got much bigger problems. I'm Seth Liebson. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.